Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy Sterles for the girls, and guess what? It is Tuesday night, and we are doing this thing right here called the Chop Up. And I'm happy to be here, happy to hang out with you guys tonight. Uh, the usual sp- suspects aren't here because they're traveling. You know, when you you uh, spent time in the Meadowlands, and you witnessed that atrocity that we witnessed Monday night, you know, you get all the grace. You get all the grace, man. Uh, thank you for, for being here. For those who are going to watch, you know, this show tonight, I'm just going to warn you now. I got a special guest coming up in here. And my man's don't, he don't pull no punches. But tonight, it's therapy. Because we got to make sense of this. We, we had all day today at work. For those of you, you know, you had to go in the office like myself. Everybody wants to come up. Hey, how about them bills? That's what I heard all day today. How about those Buffalo Bills? Like, bro, I ain't trying to hear it, man. So tonight is therapy. We're going to get through this. We're going to make it. All is not lost. Things will get better. But I'm going to go ahead and bring in my dog right now. Add him to the stage. Big new. <laughs> What's up, baby? How you doing, dog? What's up, Chief? How you doing, man? I, hey, I love your intro song, man. Is that you? No, I wish. That's Hooli. <laughs> okay. okay, man. I love that, man. I'm about to get him going on our show, man, to do our song, man. Yeah. Woo. That slaps, was fire. It? It oh, yeah. That was fire, bro. I love it. I What's say going it's, on? It's the best intro song uh, in, in Buffalo Rumblings uh, podcast. It's the best intro song. It is. Hey, I, I think it could be, bro. That was fire. I'm going to yeah. dance. I'm in the back like, oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting ready. oh man you know what's up i don't man where do i even start where do you start where do you start (laughs) you know the the title of this the the show tonight is is where do we go from here like where do we go from here because i'm dumbfounded i'm shooketh at the events that took place last night i feel you bro and i was the same way yesterday at work man i had my I had my Bills polo on with my blue khakis matching real nicely. Uh, everybody high-fiving you like they Because everybody – What them. I like to see, man, it's a lot of young Bills fans now. And so that's good. You know what I'm saying? So we bringing in a newer generation of Bills mafia. And, and it was tough today, man. It, it was tough. Everybody asked me what happened. And it just – it starts and ends with Josh Allen, man. And, yeah, this is one of the worst games he ever had. Four turnovers, three picks, mm. and one fumble, man. And, and that's the that's the beginning and the end. And he took ownership in the post game, so I respect it. Oh, we're gonna uh, get in. We're gonna get into all that because you just dropped a couple bombs. And, my bad. I'm nah, not you, you know, we we <laughs> first of all, okay, before we even jump in anything Bills related, like you know, talk. You got enough balls on the shelf back there, or what, man? Hey man, that's I, <laughs> this is my boom boom room, man. You know, I got my footballs and stuff from Pro Bowls. I've been to the basketballs have been for Final Fours, and my daughter play on the Nike circuit, some tournament she been in. So that's all that stuff back there. Oh, you got a hooper in the fam, huh? Yeah, she's a hooper, man. She she I right. she she cool. Come here. See that means she, that, that means she's a dog. Out there, she, she's all right, man. She she a five eleven guard, man. So oh, hold on. what's up, girl? Simone hey. New. He says hello, man. It's Sterling. So five eleven guard, ranked number nine in the state of Virginia in the class of twenty five. So she all right. Wow. Cool. Okay. Okay. My son but, uh, is twelve. He's in the circuit too. He plays for uh Chauncey Billups squad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah. All plays for Fairfax Stars. Okay. On the Nike survey. Yep. All right. Well, shoot, man. Um, at least that's that's the good news. Like we got kids, they doing good, they eating, they playing. <laughs> that's the good news, okay? Right. Let's let's talk about uh let's talk about this game, shall we? And and I mean, let me give a shout out to my dog right here. That, that's my bro right there. I'm, I'm going to be in Buffalo. Come hit me up. Matt, you know, Matt is the hey, he's a kingpin around here in Buffalo Rumblers, man. He he watches every show. Uh, That's my hey, that's my guy. He, he mostly agrees with everything I say. So he even goes even higher in my list of people I like. OK, um, <laughs> but back into this game, man. So. You we you know, like you were saying, you, we go to work, we high fiving people. Everybody's like, go Bills. Cause like you really can't, you really can't like be mad at the Bills or like be a hater of the Bills, right? Like you, you're pretty much one of the, you know, you everybody's like goodwill towards the Bills. You know what I'm saying? We come mm-hmm. in and we lay an egg. We lay an egg. First of all, I didn't get your thoughts. And now they heard me on the post game last night. Big new, tell me, tell me Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. What were your initial thoughts after that? I was praying for him, man, and and me being a, and I said this on my show. We recorded day just tomorrow noon the JBD Big Newt show. Check it out. But uh, I said it on our recording, man. I'm an ex athlete myself, and I I remember vividly when Tom Brady got his uh, leg broke, and I was at the bar in DC, and everybody cheering. I didn't know what was going on. It came word that he broke his leg, and then I thought about that last night, and I and I immediately saw it. Um, because Simone, my daughter, had tore her patella tendon last year. So yeah. I know what it looks like. You know, it's not a, it's your Achilles. People don't realize that your Achilles is your ankle, but it runs all the way up the calf. And so what it does is constrict. And you can see it when they do the slow motion. So I immediately knew seeing that it was his Achilles probably popped. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I prayed for him, man. Because I don't ever want to see a legend, especially him. And he's a legend. I don't ever want to see anybody get hurt. But he's a legend, man. And for him to be on that stage like that, I mean, I felt bad for him. Um, and so when he got taken off the car, I immediately knew what it was. And so now I'm thinking, okay, we're, we should take this game. Because I'm because Wilson Wilson started last year, but you being the second-string quarterback, how many reps did he get last week in practice? It was probably minimal. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. I felt like we were going to get him. And like I said, we just couldn't pull it out. <sighs> yeah, no. Uh, everything you said is absolutely true. Um, for me, seeing Rodgers go down, first your first thought is, "Dang!" Like you know, it, you know, it's an Achilles. Like they said, it's an ankle, but I didn't see the ankle roll or anything. Okay, it was like some a compound injury on the ankle. But I'm like, the first thing I thought, I said, "Yo, that's an Achilles," and I didn't Ooh. even see the the actual Achilles roll up until they showed you know, kind of in detail a little bit later. And you saw the look on Aaron Rodgers' face. Like, he knew, like, he knew right. that something was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, you look at that. Okay, you put Aaron Rodgers to the side. You got Zach Wilson coming in. And and you're – and I, I'm thinking, oh, it's go time. Like, we, we about to put it on these boys, okay? Right. I had some same-gay parlays going. I had the bills with the spread. So like mm. I'm like, yo, I'm about to I'm about to give me a little little spending money for Buffalo in a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go to Bar Bill every single day. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Now right. after the game, I gotta eat, you know, I gotta eat uh peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You gotta right? go to Wendy's, you gotta go to Wendy's and get a four for four. Yeah, nah. bro. Like I gotta get four for fours every day for dinner. Ain't no per diem on this thing, man. So I'm struggling. I'm I, you know, I'm a big boy, I gotta eat and you know, I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, it's go time. Like the Bills are gonna put it on these boys, even though the defense, you know, we have all the respect for the Jets defense, right? And there's there's no question about that. But we got to start with Josh Allen first before we even get to the to the real questions, uh, the real storylines, right? Because there's there's some there's some things that we got to talk about. Like I want to talk about Sean McDermott's leadership tonight. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of how much control of the offense does he have and Josh Allen um but his play overall um four interce- three interceptions one fumble Shut, come on big newt like this is therapy like talk me off the ledge bro tell tell me what you feel and say it with your whole chest dog 
Hey, man, I, it, it, we did our uh, season predictions a couple weeks ago, and Jamie and I both said that we were not going to win this game, right? Oh. And so we caught some flack. You know, we welcome it. We catch a little flack on Twitter, okay. but we call it the way it is. Mm-hmm. But we were thinking it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm, if Aaron Rodgers would have played yesterday, we would have lost by, by double digits. All right. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm just telling the truth. But it's okay because it's only one game. This is why I talk about it. It's not college football. You know what I'm saying? LSU lost to Florida State week one. They're essentially, their season is essentially over unless they go on and win the SEC championship. That ain't us. We could lose seven times and still win a Super Bowl, right? But the deeper problem lies in Josh Allen and how as time goes on and we get away from Brian Dable, he seems like he's regressing. And you can look at the statistics. He led the league in turnovers last year, and he didn't start off this year with, I mean, four turnovers. That's just way too much for somebody who's our leader and somebody who's making as much money as he's making. I use the ad. I don't know if you know much about real estate, but in uh, the 70s and 80s, everybody taking out loans on their house. That's like you being upside down in your house, right? Mm-hmm. That means you owe more than what your house is worth. That's what happened with Josh Allen when you see him like that. We're paying him the most, but he performed the worst. Mm-hmm. He can't do that. Josh Allen has to at least be okay. And if he would have just been okay, let's say instead of four turnovers, he only have two. We survived last night. Yeah, uh, let, let's 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 review these turnovers real quick. Uh, you know, he had the the, the first one right down the, the middle of the field. Uh, I think that one was uh, Deontay Hardy on the third and eleven or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. That was terrible. When on that play, uh, you could see he had a he had a clear green grass to the first down, and he decided to chuck it up. The right. second interception. Uh, in, the, in the second half, there uh, he threw one right up down the middle. Stefan Diggs in the end zone with two people around him. Right. That was that was awful. The third interception. Okay, Gabe Davis runs a lazy route. Okay, yes, he he, 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 he there was no intention of of selling that route to the inside and working your way back to the sideline. He just went straight to the post. And you know right. what? This is the NFL. This ain't college, big new. Them, them windows right. are, are very – they're very small in the NFL. Small. And Josh Allen had uh, Stephon Diggs open for a first down underneath. And he throw, yeah. he tries to throw it to Gabe Davis. Ball's picked. Okay? Yes. Fourth yep. turnover. Now, this is the one. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, Josh, like, bruh. He's I, – I, yeah, I think this is going to be some kind of draw, you know – um, or something like that, or some, you know, RPO handoff re, you know, something like that. Well, he's not paying attention to the ball, hits him in the face. Okay. Fumbles the ball, gets gets it now, secures the ball, runs into an offensive lineman, which I'm calling the back fumble. Defensive lineman comes and hits him. He 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 fumbles. And that's right. the game. That's the game. And that and that that's the Josh Allen thing. Okay. I'm gonna say this before I even get into what I think about it. Josh Allen's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Here's my, you made a comment about what he said in the presser. I mean, I mean, this is how I look at it. If you cheat on your significant other mm-hmm. and you say, I'm sorry, she says, you know what, babe, or he or whatever, we're going to work this out. It's okay. Like we, you know, this is a union. We're going we're gonna to figure this out, but then you keep doing it. Are you really sorry? Because the right. behavior's not changing. Right. Okay? You come into the press conference and you say, same shit, different day. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, like, I don't know how you feel. You tell me how you feel, what you think about this. When he, when he comes to the podium and takes it on the chin, I want my pound of flesh right now. Because that was, a tr- <laughs> that was bad. I get, Newt, you're going to throw an interception. You, I get it. Like, Cool. But four turnovers, like the first one, okay, you know we could we can scratch that away. It's a punt, basically. Right, that was a punt. The first one, I can live with that one. Right. The other two, no, no. And like you said, on the second one, he had all green grass in front of him. He could have ran for the first down, which I don't. And that's another thing I don't understand, man. It's like once again, once he get yeah. away from Dable, it's like he's playing dumber. Yeah. 
dude, what about the run where he tried to jump over the dude? And he like eight yards from the sticks. And I love oh. that Sean McDermott was like, hey, think, be smart. Like, that was probably the best part of the game because I was so frustrated. I'm like, somebody has to talk to him. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So he gets up there in the, in the presser, and I'm not, I'm just not impressed. Like, there's nothing you there's nothing that you're saying that inspires me to like okay, like it's okay. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing mm-hmm. that he did that, that has inspired me because it's the same stuff that we keep talking about. When he was a rookie, it was okay because you're figuring it out, buddy. But you're on all these commercials now. Now, and 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 I'm gonna preface this, Big Newt, and you, you tell me if I'm crazy or if I'm out of bounds. I'm not saying a player can't have a life outside of football. But when you come in the offseason, you say, you know what? I'm going to be more focused than ever this coming season. I'm locked in. You go out. You're on every commercial. You, you might as well have been on, on, on Charmin, on toilet paper, three-ply. <laughs> Do that commercial next, okay? <laughs> Do that commercial next. And you come out here. You had all offseason to prepare for the Jets. And that is what you do. Talk to me, bro. Like, this is this is not like, okay, we lost a one-score game because it was back and forth. Like, I can deal with the Mahomes back and forth. Right. Like, oh, 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 oh. right. But this? No, fam, that ain't going to cut right. it. Right. I totally agree. That's why I said once again on our pod, I could live with a loss. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever want to go back to the Bills he lost. I don't want to feel like that. We're too good to be like that, like when we were in a drought. Last night felt like a drought loss, and I hate feeling like that. <laughs> I hate feeling like that. It was bad quarterback play, right, on national TV. Do you remember we played the Cowboys on Monday Night Football? Oh. I'd say it was probably 20 uh, – I want to say Romo, like 20 – Romo game? Yes. Yes, I yes. remember that. We Monday were Night up football. like – yeah, Monday Night Football. Uh, Leonis McKelvin fumbled on a kickoff, and then we gave up like a 25, 30-point lead and lost. That's what I felt like last night. That's what I felt like last night. Like, don't – like, if we're going to lose, like, lose like you just said. Lose like we lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs. Because you could lose and st- people still think you're good. Mm-hmm. But, see, when you got th- – you got Miami Look at how they look this weekend. You know what I'm saying? The Patriots didn't look bad. We we're the only team in our division that looked bad this weekend. Right. I don't like feeling like that. Yeah, no, I don't like feeling like that either. Um, and for those of you at home, if you haven't liked, followed, and subscribed to the Buffalo Rumblers Vidcast feed, to all our podcasts on Buffalo Rumblers, man, we we it, it's hot around here. We keep it locked and loaded all season long. Whew. I, oh, this is rough. This is rough, man. This, this is rough. So you 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 made a comment about. Brian Dayball's absence in the locker room. And I got to say, like, somebody has to be the – and I, don't, I haven't been in the locker room, Newt. This is just speculation. But I feel like – okay, when I look at guys like LeBron James, I look at guys like Steph Curry. Um, you know, those are guys, in my opinion, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, those are guys that have the green light. Like, Coach says, you know what, like, I've, I'm validating your work ethic. I'm validating your commitment to the game. I'm validating your ability in these situations. You you can take those shots, right? Right, right. I feel like we gave Josh this, we're, you're, you, you know, green light. Like, do it, baby, do it. Part of that is, I think, we haven't had something like Josh. Josh is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Like, let's be real. He is. Right. And everything I'm saying, it's okay to criticize Josh Allen. Just for everyone at home, don't, I don't want you to think I don't like him. I love Josh Allen. But we have to start being real about where we are as a team. And if and the standards have risen, Newt, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. like we can't be thinking about like we can't be thinking like we're the drought bills. Right. We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Right. And that's the Super Bowl now. It's not right. like exactly. playoffs can squeak by. Right. Oh. And that's and that's the thing. We're a. Hey, if you just want to be okay and hopefully we can win the division and we get out to the first, second round, all right, cool. Yeah. But you're right. My criticism of Josh Allen is because I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, right? 
that's that's where we are now. So I'm looking at it from a Super Bowl or type bus type deal because everybody's talking about the fact that our windows closing and everybody's been on us and all the people uh, this weekend picked us to lose and everybody, oh, we get disrespected. Well, we yeah. get disrespected and we go out there and look like that, you know? And so mm-hmm. John validated at least for one week all the criticism that yeah. we've been taking. Preach. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it, 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 some people don't want to hear that, but we gonna spit the facts. I don't not like them. I love them, but some people, man, you and you got children. We just talked about that a minute ago. Some parents, I'm a teacher by trade, right? Mm-hmm. So some people think that their kids are perfect. You don't talk about my kids regardless. But when I tell you your kids doing this, this, this in school, you want to get mad at me? Mm-hmm. No, man, don't get mad at me. You yeah. know, but we old school. Like my parents. If my per my teacher ever said something about me, my parents be going across my head before yeah. I even get my side of the story. <laughs> some of these parents ain't like that. So I'm saying all that to say an analogy that some fans are like, don't talk about my quarterback. Well, he my quarterback too. But I would be real with you. He stuck it up. It's just okay though. Yep, it ain't like it I'm is. saying fire him. It ain't like I'm saying, oh, oh, get rid of him, trade him. I'm not saying none of that. But what I am saying is this: he needs to be more disciplined. Because yes. you're right. You're right. He's out there like he's Curry. He can shoot threes from half court. He out there like LeBron. I can do what I want to do. No, we have to be more disciplined if we want to win the Super Bowl. Right. Because now you're making all the money, and it's about the money. Everybody like Big New. Why you talk about that damn money? Because the salary cap plays a big part in yes, it. Sir. Because you saw us last night without Tremaine Evans. We're a different defense without Tremaine Evans. Why don't we have Tremaine Evans? Because Josh Allen, his contract is kicking in. So as your contract kicking in, you're going to start losing talent around you. So right, that means right. he has to play better because we don't have as much talent around him. Yeah. Look at Joe Burrow. Watch what happens in Cincinnati. Now that he got his contract, they're going to lose one of them, one or maybe two of those receivers. Oh, Higgins, is he's going to be gone. They're going to be He's going to be gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why that's what we're looking at. That's why our window was probably two. The peak of our window was probably two years ago when he was still on his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Unless you're gonna be, unless you're gonna be Mahomes and you're gonna carry us to the Super Bowl. If yeah. not, then we gotta be able to pay these other guys or draft well. And that's the next thing. Have we really been drafting well? You know. Yeah, that's a you just you just spit out a lot. <laughs> It, I'm if, sorry, man. I hate no, to go that's there. good. <laughs> it, it's thought provoking. It, it's it's therapy. So, like, if if the Bills were to win, if they had won a Super Bowl in Josh Allen's tenure thus far, the conversation would be a little different today because it, it's one of those things. And it goes back to what I was saying about Curry. Those are proven outside of Damian Lillard, who I named. Outside of those guys, everyone else I mentioned have won. They've won it. They've been to the pinnacle. They won the championship. They've right. shown you the 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 discipline, the fortitude to reel it. We know we're great. We know we're generational, but we got to reel it in sometimes and be disciplined for the betterment of the team, not ourselves. And I felt like Josh Allen was selfish. He was selfish. The the Jets defense is designed. Their game plan with Josh Josh Allen is we're going to give you everything underneath that you want, and we're going to dare you to move the ball down the field slowly, but we are not giving you the big play. And if you get impatient and you throw that ball deep or you throw that ball in double coverage, we're going to make you pay. pay. And and fortunately for them, they they were in the right position to make us pay. I'm glad they lost this game for the simple fact, hopefully, if Josh can learn his lesson, like if I take for if I look at what he said in the presser for face value and, I, and I'm going to say this is positive about Josh Allen, Josh Allen, and his family, they're, they're they're generational farmers, so they understand hard work. We've seen Josh Allen come into this league and, mm-hmm. and, and show the character and what it takes to be a good NFL quarterback, a great NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's the lost cause. But I do think some of our greatest characteristics as people can be our greatest downfalls. And his athletic ability is one of the greatest things that he brings to the table and that right. he could do almost anything. But that's going to be his downfall with his team if he doesn't get it together. I 100% agree, man. He has to be disciplined. Yeah. Especially as you get older and your athleticism starts to dwindle is how smart you're going to be. 
you yeah. know, and and I and like I said, some of that is on him and some of that is on coaching. Right. You know? So right. uh maybe, you know, maybe that's why he wanted Dorsey as a coach. He feel like Dorsey ain't gonna be on his butt. I don't I don't know. But I know he, you know, co signed and uh Dorsey be the offensive coordinator where he probably need more of a disciplinarian. And and like I said, I knew once we lost Brian Dable, that was gonna be it was gonna be bad. And and we kind of seen that, man. You know, so you can't you can't overlook culture, man. That's very important in this league. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, let's 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 kind of talk about Ken Dorsey here. So, Ken Dorsey, you know, he was <coughs> under the microscope for a lot of us here at Buffalo Rumblings. The, you know, we on our shows we talk about the importance of Ken Dorsey coming into his second year, um, getting giving Josh Allen more easy access throws, getting Josh Allen to more of a rhythm. Okay, now we're going to talk about something, you know, different, too, because I feel like maybe Ken Dorsey needs to be more like Brian Dable and and really get in Josh's face when needed. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be the general now. Like, we need you to be the general, Brian, uh, not Brian Dable, but Ken Dorsey. So the play calling, like I felt like in the first half, I I, I really like the play calling. I love like I even tweeted out, you know, the, the way they were deploying James Cook and those those counter runs and kind of mixing up and giving him different kind of looks in the run game. I like that approach. Like he's going to, James Cook's going to bust one eventually. It's just going to happen. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. d- the use of Deontay Hardy, uh, three catches, nine yards, ain't going to cut it. They got to use him more. But what I was really frustrated with in the second half, we went away from the run game. We did not see the quarterback power or power sweep that we've grown accustomed to. I saw it Sunday night with Daniel Jones. <laughs> I didn't see it with Josh mm-hmm. Allen. We didn't, we didn't, they didn't run anything like that. They stopped running the ball and they kept putting it in Josh Allen's hands. And it's like, you're up. You're, you're up. Why, why are we still trying to chuck the ball down the field? I just don't understand it. Thoughts on, thoughts on the thoughts on the offensive coordinator. I, I did like some of the play. I just didn't understand. The, the longest run Cook had of the night, it was a 12-yard run, right? It was out of our formation, and it was off tackle. Yeah, I just don't understand why we did so much between the tackles. And I'm guessing because Osiris Torrent um, is our, probably our best run blocker, so maybe we wanted to run behind him. I just would like to see him Cook on the perimeter and not run up the middle mm-hmm. as much. So I, I kind of had a problem with that. Like I said, his longest run, it was off tackle in the eye. I wish we could have just seen that a little bit more. Well, I understand why you run right at Quentin Williams time to time because you have to keep the defense honest, and you gotta, you kind of have to see what this uh, the Bills' interior offensive line is made of. Like you got – think about it. You, you got Mitch Morse. Osiris Torrance is a good run blocker. Connor yes, McGovern he is. is he's I think he's an average run blocker. He's a much better in pass protection. So you got guys in the middle that you have to be able to, okay, this is your strength. We're gonna we're gonna try it out. Because if we just deploy, I'm not saying you're saying this, but if we just deploy quick cook on the outside, Quinnen Williams was busting his ass. Like he, he was playing an all-world linebacker game. Like that dude was sideline to sideline. And I'm not even talking about CJ Mosley. Right, it was it was not, it, it was great. I agree. No, I agree. It's just up the middle, man. I feel like that's the that was the strength of their defense. I would have mm-hmm. liked to see his outside for, but they have a great defense, man. Kudos to them. I mean, it's kind of like you pick your poison. So you're right. Yeah. Their linebackers played a good game. So, but I our linebackers played a decent game too. Well, well Milano. <laughs> Oh man, he looked good, bro. He's the only one that played good on the, the back end on that. Well, you know, uh, Bernard had led us in tackles. He had a eleven or twelve tackles, so, I think. I think it was seven. I think he had seven, eight tackles. Um, I, I can find out here. Um, now check this out. So let's let's talk about the 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 run fits here, okay? Um, you know, we saw the the Bills gave up two big runs. Okay, they gave up the 83-yard scamper, and they yes. gave up the 26-yard run, okay, from, mm-hmm. from Brees Hall. That's, that's two rushes for 109 yards. That's unacceptable. I mean, that, that is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But on, on, the, on those runs, I felt like Terrell Bernard, one, he had a misaligned, 
And two, Trey White in run support is just awful. He made yeah. four attempts. At, and we know Trey White's a bad tackler, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of those two runs, and I hate, I even hate framing it this way. Outside of those two runs, it was fine. But those two runs are glaring. And, and, and it's one of those things where we look, we look at this team, and, and we got to be honest. <clears throat> we ain't that stout in the interior as we think we are with Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. He was the no-show. I mean, he he controlled his gap. He had some pressures, but he's just not. I guess we have to come to the realization that he's just not going to be this game altering playmaker like Williams. See, that's the thing. When you take a D tackle in the top ten, mm-hmm. you want it to look like Williams and and yeah. Yeah, Oliver. He's cool. He's a guy, but you got to realize we spent top ten capital on him, so that's the glaring difference. Right, you know, is he really an impact player week in, week out? No, yeah, no. So, so oh, buddy, <laughs> oh, we play, man. we play in six days, man. It's over, not even six days. We play a Sunday, we play a Friday. So I can't get past it, bro. Like I'm, I'm gonna be <laughs> at the game on Sunday, and I'm gonna be there like this. Like, ain't nothing you're gonna do that's gonna impress me because I'm still bro. mad about. I'm still mad. No, you won't. You'll get into it because it's going to be electric. It's going to be electric at Orchard Park. I wish I could be there, man. Y'all going to have a great time. Once we – you know we're like nine or ten point favorites against uh, the Raiders who beat beat Denver. Yeah, they beat Denver. They're like almost – we're almost ten point favorites. So Vegas is thinking we're going to take all our anger out on uh, the Raiders this weekend. Oh, we are. We are. Yeah. We we're gonna stomp them boys. Yeah. We're gonna stomp them boys. All right. I think so. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get into uh there's a couple while I have you on, Big Newt, there's a couple mm-hmm. other topics that we're gonna talk about. Uh we're gonna yes. take a break here in a second, but I wanna talk to you about um Gabe Davis being a, a no show last night. Okay. And then we'll we'll shift our focus to the defense and we'll talk kind of start talking about some things that we liked. Okay. I don't I don't want to keep this show uh on a negative because we can go on and on. I can go on and on and on about what I didn't like, but I kind of want to like I want to shift it. It's Tuesday and we need to go into a hump day. We need to go into hump day a little bit better than we were today. You, you feel me? You feel me? Yeah. So it was some good things. So there were some talk good things it. to look it was to, to some good things. There were some good things. So so we're gonna we, we're gonna do uh you know we got we got a couple breaks here, uh, and then uh, I'll hit you on the other side. You got to pay Is back. Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street, Go Bills. Yes, sir. The Resurgence Brewing Company. Hey, I'm going to be there. It's going to be fun. So, though, you know, it's a family event. So bring the whole family out. You know, uh, don't nobody throw no party in, in, in the Buffalo Bills community in terms of uh, the, the the podcast creation business than Buffalo Rumblers, baby. And we got a beer. And it's good. And I'm going to have about five of them things, okay? Shoot. I'm going to have about five of them. So make sure y'all come out, man. New, I'm going to have to take some pictures and send them to you, bro. Cause, Please you know, do. It, it, Post them, man. I'm going to miss it. I wish I could be there. But I know y'all going to have a good time, man. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Gabe Davis, I think the Bills have a wide receiver two problem. Officially now. Mm-hmm. Officially. Okay, I'm going to get your thoughts on this, okay? Look, all off season, painting the picture. All off season, we talked about Bill, Josh needs more weapons. McDermott, Bean said, "You know what? I'm gonna give you Kincaid, and we're gonna kind of use him like we're gonna use him like Cole Beasley, but he's a tight end. We really want to do twelve personnel, and then we're gonna punt 
on this wide receiver thing early, which a lot of you guys at Buffalo Rumblers was talking about clamoring for. We're going to punt on that, and we're going to take Justin Shorter in the fifth round. Training camp happens. Gabe, we hear a lot about Gabe Davis and what he's done. Good receivers play well in prime time. Big new, where was Gabe? I'm like, it's a where's Waldo moment. Where was Gabe? I have no idea. He had the one good catch early on, man. That was wonderful. Almost broke it. Um, I don't know. Like you said, man, we, we've been hearing good things about him all throughout training camp. And in the preseason, you get on Monday Night Football and lay an egg. I think he had two catches. Two. Two for 30-some yards, I think. Two. Yeah, that's – I mean, and your counterpart, our wide receiver, one had 10 catches for 100 yards. We need more production there. But that, it goes back to what you said earlier, man. Um, when Josh Allen threw the interception, he ran a lazy route. You know, and sometimes that happens to receivers that they feel like they're not getting the ball. They're not going 100%. And the ball be on top of them, they're not ready. Mm. I think that's what happens. So, it's one, once again, like we said about Josh Allen, it's one game, right. but uh, we do. We need more production. But once again, that goes back to GM and, man, we should address that issue. And these are things we say. And then the fans would be like, well, Big New, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, let them, they get paid for this. Let them know you don't know nothing. I'm like, all right, you wait and see. Wide receiver two and the other one I hope you're going to talk about also is a right tackle. Spencer no, Brown get Spencer Brown. Okay, okay, all right. We're going to do him next. We're going to do him next. Okay, so, okay so, good. Dalton Kincaid, I love – I'm a big fan. I love Dalton Kincaid, Big Newt. Like, that's yes. my dog. Like, I yes. love him. But Josh didn't yes. utilize him enough. And on that – one of the interceptions that he threw to Stephon Diggs, he had one-on-one with a, a, a smaller safety. Okay, one on one with the other safety on the other side that he had him on a post and he could have thrown him a ball that was catchable. You can throw him a jump ball there. That's what Dalton King like. He had some of the best hands, not just a tight end, but at wide receiver in this draft that we did not utilize him well enough. Why would you why would you not throw it to a one on one Dalton Kincaid versus a safety? But you throw it to Stefan Diggs on two people. It doesn't make sense. Make I, have no, I have no idea. And I'm gonna tell you, man, Dalton Kincaid. I love the way he catch. He's been probably the most reliable receiver that we had, you know, throughout the summer to now. The dude catches everything, and not only yeah. catches everything, but he catches it with his hands. Right. And so when he catches it, you saw last night he had four catches for like 30 yards or whatnot. But dude, this dude catches it and he leans forward. He has a forward lean. And he's delivering bro- blows as he falls forward. He ain't right. getting knocked backward. I think that's something we could have used last night because yeah. I feel like on Monday Night Football, not only Josh Allen probably didn't play well, but I feel like we were out physical at some point. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I think, like I said, that linebacker, we all over the field laying blows. Don't get me wrong. My, uh, Matt Milano was laying blows, and our D-line was getting to the quarterback. But I'm just talking about just being physical one-on-one situations, I feel like Dalton Kincaid was definitely a bright spot there. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid was a bright spot. And I and I hope, again, it's one game. I do hope that they utilize him better moving forward because he's, he's a weapon. And he's he can alleviate a lot of Josh's problems. Josh got to trust him. And, and I, I, I want to I want to make I, I was last night on the on the post game show. I made a point. B is kind of alluding to it here. Um, wait, she said uh, he's going out of his way to prove him and Steph are OK. So let, let me let me kind of let me let me speak to this. And thank you, B. That's my girl. Um, we're going we're going to get them barbell wings, girl, in a couple of days. But let me speak to this a little bit. Big new. This is I had a, I was having a conversation with one of my homies, uh, Chris, before the game even started. And this is what I said. I said, you know what? I feel like. Stefan Diggs is going to get between 10 to 15 targets tonight. Okay. I feel like Josh has to prove to the world that him and him and Steph are okay. And he wants oh, to good. make a statement. Now let's, let's freeze that right there. Look at who Josh Allen is. Okay. Josh Allen is a peacemaker. He is like, he wants things to be okay. He's a super good dude. Like, and, and he really values Stefan Diggs and, they, and that relationship they have. I, I feel like it's very real. Like, we're human. You and I are human. I would feel the same type of way towards Stefan Diggs if I'm Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would want to get him involved because Stefan Diggs, 
And Cincinnati said, you know what? He didn't say this outright, but he alluded, you know, it's like, I felt like he was trying to say, yo, like with his hands spread out like this, he's saying, hey, I need the ball more. Y'all should have given me the ball more. I only had four catches or something for 37 yards in a playoff game. That can't happen. So this Jets game is a playoff atmosphere. Stephon Diggs had 10 catches. Josh Allen was force feeding. I think that's where those interceptions kind of come in. He's force feeding them, right? One, and he was staring them down too. And I felt like he was trying to prove that, but it came back to bite him. Came back to bite him at the wrong time. That that's my theory on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we look at football as this like sometimes, and I even fall, find myself into these ruts where when I examine the game, I take the human element out. And and it's like, man, at the, these guys are they put their pants on just like we do. You know what I'm saying? There's some real human stuff that that's involved in in these games that they're not just X's and O's. Mm-hmm. I thoughts on that. This this whole thing with Stephon Diggs, everybody thinks wide receivers are prima donnas. I get it, you mm-hmm. know. But one thing I can say is I've always been a proponent of if you're going to go down. Go down with your do- top dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, wide receivers, you got to give them the ball. So, if we lose, like last night, one of the positive things is we lost, but Diggs had 10 catches for 100 yards. Right. Right? Now, if we lose and he only had two or three catches for 30 yards, then you're going to look at that like, well, dang, that's the reason why we lost. You see what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. I, I that's how I look at football. Like if you if you're gonna like the Kansas City, we keep talking about the Kansas City playoff game. Steph uh not Stephon Diggs, but Gabriel Davis had an all-time great game. Two hundred yeah. some yard receiving, three, four touchdowns. That was an all-time great playoff game, right? That's what you want to see if you're going to lose. Because if you don't get the statistics, then you look at that. Because that, the box score most of the time tells the story. So if you look mm-hmm. at the stats and your top players ain't getting yards or they ain't getting catches, then that, you're going to blame your loss on that. So me as a fan, I want to see my dogs get their yards. Yeah. Let's talk about Spencer Brown. I felt like overall the offensive line played – they played good, like considering that was a really good defense over there. The defensive line is one of the best in the league. We yeah. have five sacks, but all those aren't on the offensive line. I give maybe two to the offensive line. I know Spencer Brown had one uh, early in the game, and, and I would say if it was Edwards or Torrance who who got beat on the play, um, they gave up one. And the other three were on Josh Allen for holding on the ball too long. Okay? Yep. Spencer Brown is another one that we should talk about. Uh, what are your thought? What were your thoughts on Spencer Brown uh, in yesterday's performance? Today, Jason Peters signed with the Seattle Seahawks. We should have flew out to Seattle and intercepted him and gave him twice as much money. I've been saying that Spencer Brown is not the solution. Hmm. They keep trying to tell me he is, but my eyes are telling me different. I literally think I'm six foot, 400 pounds. I could get dog walk into the backfield just like Spencer Brown did, and I'd do it for less money. <laughs> He got dog walked last night. And it ain't his fault. I'm sure he didn't sign up for this. But we need to address the right tackle situation. Um, Somebody got cut. Who is that that got cut, Jalen? Leo Collins from Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah, We need to pick him up, bro. We need to fix. I I just had to ask my son. My son, I got a a 13-year-old son in the other room. And so we always talk about transactions. He got a football <laughs> practice. He was like, you see Leon Collins got caught. We need to call him. You know, so. Um, but, yeah, we need to address right tackle, man, because it was Spencer Brown. Like I said, it's not his fault. I just don't think he was ready for that. And some of the defensive ends that he's going to have to face on our schedule, man, I, I don't think that's going to be a one-off. There's going to be a lot of that. But I do want to say, though, what you I want to echo what you said. Those sacks, most of those sacks was on Josh Allen. It wasn't on the O line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next Gen Stats said that we had one, he had time to throw almost more than any quarterback this weekend. So mm-hmm. that's that was his fault. So it wasn't out physical, but playing a quarterback position, you get what's called the yips, right? You start seeing ghosts. So you get your offense. It was one play, dude, where then he put Spencer Brown all the way into Josh Allen. Like, so yeah. you're scared 
that that's going to continue to happen because he probably know that Spencer Brown can't hold up. So some of that he's getting out of he's getting out of the pocket when he ain't even need to sometimes because he's getting the yips. He's starting to see ghosts. So yeah, that and that's one of the weaknesses of Brown's game where he at times uh, has bad leverage. He lets you know he lets the defensive end get inside of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that was the that was the the result of that. He got he got dog walked back. He wasn't re- I don't think he was anticipating power in that situation. Um, I think he was anticipating defensive end to go around, and that's All what right. happened. He his base sometimes. I mean, you got to keep in mind, Spencer Brown's what six nine, and he's slender, so he doesn't have a lot of. He needs to be better at, at anchoring. He anchoring not, down. Yeah, right. and and he he at the point of attack, he's got to get better. So. Um, all is not lost on Spencer Brown. Like I, you know, watching some of it, you know, he had some good wins. Like I'm gonna say that he had some wins yesterday, but he can be a liability. But again, the Bills won 13 games last year with him being that trash. Um, <laughs> we got to see him get better. I, I mean, and I understand what you're saying, like Leo Collins and some of these other guys out there. We got Jermaine Effetti. Put his butt out there. Like, do, like, but platoon these guys. If, if Spencer Brown continues to be, um. A casualty, you you gotta you gotta supplement that and, and put Jermaine Effetti in there. At least get him some reps or or a couple series from time to time because Mason Crosby's coming this week and that's gonna be a tough task. Yeah, man, he's good, man. He's a good one. So all I'm saying is, can we get better? That or is that the best we could do? Mm-hmm. That's all. You know, once again, I, I'm always thinking, get better. Whatever I can do yeah. to try to get better. Right. And there's opportunities out there. Like I said, can an old Jason Peters, you know, Buffalo and then Eagles, yeah. going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, is he better right now than what we have? I would yeah. like to see. Man, I could be wrong. He might not have anything left in the tank. But that's your job as a GM to explore all those things. And we just can't stand back. Once again, this is our window. You yeah. should be fighting and clawing and doing everything you can. It ain't sitting packed. And hoping for the best. I'm right. doing everything I can because it was teams this weekend, man. We we got passed up by Cincinnati last year, uh-huh. right? Man, did you see Dallas this weekend? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> that ain't a, that ain't in our division or what? Our, they ain't in our <sighs> conference, man. But Dallas, they look good, man. Miami, did you see Miami this weekend? They look good. Tua had the best weekend out of any quarterback. Uh, Tyreek Hill looked like nobody on earth could guard him. 200-some yards and two touchdowns, with many of them being yaks, yards at the catch. So, yeah. So, well, I got some good – I got some more good news, Big Newt, okay? But first, let's go ahead and get this Picasso's deal out of the way. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. All right, that's Picasso's Pizza there. So guess what? Just like pizza, it's good news. Here's some more good news. So one of the offseason storylines we talked about was pass rush. The pass rush was really good, Newt. Leonard Floyd is – he had juice. Ooh. And you really saw it, man. I mean, you saw it in the beginning with Aaron Rodgers, but we had Wilson running for his life too. But Wilson's just a little bit more mobile, so he was able to elude uh, the rush. But, man, we were getting the Rodgers, man. We were frustrating him. Leonard Floyd looked great. And I could just imagine once Von Miller gets off of uh, the pub list and you got a rotation with him and then Greg Rousseau coming out there. Oh, yeah. man, that's, I'm definitely looking forward to that. You're right, man. I passed with a real stout, man. Yeah, and, and Rousseau, you know, I think his presence on the field was not represented in the box score, but he was he was wreaking havoc. Yeah, the guy was. was he was he was good and and run support he was really good the defensive line the defensive ends like that's something we can hang our hat on like I I feel like when Vaughn gets back and with those three pass rushes that we just mentioned the Bills are going to be able to shut games down late because they have a good pass rush so that's a positive that we can we can like look at that and go okay like what can we take from this game 
that's going into the season, the Bills actually have a pass rush. I think they're going to be okay on the pass rush. Big time. I agree. I agree. Um, let's also shift our focus, okay? Um, Christian Benford. Christian Benford, uh, look, man, I didn't want Dane Jackson to be CB2. Uh, I was very clear. Um, I was vocal about it. I just feel like Dane Jackson is limited from a physical stamp, physical tool standpoint. Um, but I do appreciate for for what he does. He's always, you know, he's he's one of those guys like he does it the right way. He 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 just he's where he needs to be at the right time. But you, in today's NFL, where you're facing these wide receivers with so much juice, so much wiggle, route running precision, you need a guy that that can run stride for stride with some of these guys, that can also press when needed, right? And it can make a play on the ball. Uh, at the right time. And I feel like Christian Benford, even though we got him in the sixth round, I feel like he had a really solid game last night. What were your thoughts on him? I think he played solid, man. Obviously, he's not probably the athlete that he is, mm-hmm. but he showed athletic ability when he chased uh, what's the name down. Mm-hmm. I think that awesome. was awesome. That was awesome, man. Um, that's just showing one-two, and that's something that you could really see as a standout. Uh, once again, though, is he played man coverage like Elam? And I keep referring to Elam because I, I just remember yesterday late when I saw that Elam was going to be a scratch. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, our first-round pick cannot be a scratch. Like, if he, if you don't like him, you got to dress him just to show him the other team and eventually trade him. Yeah. But just to have him sitting in street clothes, that, I just – I don't know. So that's, that, that's frustrating to me. But, yeah, Bedford, man – I thought he played decently. I can live with that. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my, my dog, Jeremy, the other host here. He says, simply put, Josh got to find a, a way to be better against good defenses. I was okay with the majority of the gameplay elsewhere. Josh will bounce back. And he's right. Josh will bounce back. Um, I'm not even mad at, like, Josh facing good defense because I feel like he's fared well. I think the Jets is just one of those teams that right now has his number. And they're right. testing his patience, and he's going to have to overcome that. We saw Mahomes do it. All the great quarterbacks get to a point where they have to go through this cycle. Josh Allen keeps failing the test, and we need to see Josh Allen ace his test um, because he will. The good news is he's going to see the Jets again. He's going to see some good defense. The Eagles are going to present some of the same challenges that uh, the Jets do. The Dolphins are going to present some of those same challenges. So he's got, you know, time to correct this, which is nice. And he has, and he has opportunities. So. Right. Yeah. Um an- another thing that I that I really liked. Um outside of Stefan Diggs, I do like the the play designs for Deontay Hardy. Like I feel like the it, it was different than how they use I felt like the way they used McKenzie last year was very cookie cutter. It was very boxed. It was very but I saw some variations in, into the jet sweep game and getting kind of some guys in motion. We didn't see the Bills kind of put guys in motion much last year. We saw that uh, you know, with some of their some of their offensive sets last night. I appreciated that. Um, that's one positive thing I will give Ken Dorsey last night. And I'm not saying it's all his fault, but he does take some of the blame here. But I really did like some of the nuances that he had in the offense. What are your thoughts on on maybe some of the creation uh, of the of the play calling design? I agree. He did some good things. And one thing that stood out to me, not only well, how Hardy was trying to get in space, trying to get him into space. I, uh, you talked earlier about 12 personnel. I love when we went three tight ends. You had Kincaid, Knox, and Morris on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, so I enjoyed that too. So we have a lot of variations that we can do because we have different personnel, different talent, different places. So I, I enjoyed that. That's something that kind of stood out to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that that was nice. So as we wrap up the Jets, you know, we only got a few minutes left on the show. We wrap up the Jets. Uh, we got the Raiders coming into town this weekend. And uh, I watched the Raiders-Broncos game because I live here in Denver, as you know, and um, mm-hmm. stat for every snap. And I feel like this. This is, my, this is my takeaway from the Raiders game. Jimmy Garoppolo wants to get the ball out quick, but he'll take a chance and hold on to it for a little bit. I don't feel like the Raiders, from an offensive line standpoint, are going to be able to really hold the Bills on the edges. I think they're going to have some 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 problems there. Okay, and I really do think uh, if we're, if we're looking for a game where Ed Oliver can really make a name for himself, I, I think this could be the week, man. Like Ed Oliver, I mean he. 
I have to, you know, study him more on the all 22. I'll watch, I'll watch some of that later tonight before I go to bed. Um, I really feel like he has an opportunity here to really make some hay. Okay. Um, he's going to be going up against uh, Andre James and Greg Van Roten. You you got to you got to capitalize on that, okay? Uh, at, at they got Colton Mill left tackle, who I think he he's really good, but you know you got Jermaine Elamanure. I, I ain't feeling it, and I and I and the Denver Broncos don't have a pass rush, and I felt like he a lot left to be desired at right tackle, man. So I think the Bills are gonna have some opportunities. Did you get? What are you familiar with the Raiders at all, and what they what they be trying to do? I didn't I didn't watch. That's one thing I didn't see this weekend was the Denver Raiders game. I wasn't too interested in that. With all the other games going on, so I didn't really get a chance to watch that. Yeah, okay. So I'll just fill you in. So Josh Jacobs Ooh. is a dog. Like that guy. Yeah. I mean, first defender, he's breaking that tackle. So it, this, if the Bills are gonna wreak havoc in this game, they gotta make the first tackle because he's gonna make. He's going to pound the first defender. Right? Like he's gonna run him over. He's gonna truck him. He's gonna do whatever it takes. And then you know you're gonna have to figure out. Okay, like. Second level, Terrell Bernard has to be better in this game in terms of getting the defense and the proper alignments. And these guys are going to have to really fill their run responsibilities, fill their gaps if they're really going to. You can make the Raiders one-dimensional if you take their running back, Josh Jacobs, out of the game. It's over if you do that. But if you do not, you, you, you have the propensity to let them hang around. Right. That's fair. Yeah. De- Devontae mm-hmm. Adams is a dog. Okay. He's a dog. He's dog. a dog. Devontae Adams is that dude. Um, mm-hmm. But I do feel like tell, – tell me this. Regardless if you've watched any any film of the Raiders, what's the mindset going to be for the Bills coming into this game this weekend? Like, what do you honestly think and feel on that? I feel like – and I said this on my show, you might feel like this is a hot take. This is almost a must win in week two. Mm. Because if you go down 0 2, how many Super Bowl winners do you know go start the season 0 2? Right? And yeah. then ask yourself if you if we drop this game against the Raiders, where else do you see a victory at? You know, this right. I'm sure when you looked at the schedule, you I mean I'm sure a lot of people thought that hey, we'll split with the Jets because we did last year. We yeah. split with the Jets, we split with Miami. Those division games, all right, that's said and done. But the Raiders game, I'm sure everybody have us beat the Raiders and also beat the uh, Commanders the week after. Mm-hmm. So this is almost like, okay, when you talk about getting 10 left wins, and you look at our schedule where it's going to play out, it's almost like we have to have this game. It's going to be our home opener. It's going to be bananas. You're going to be in the building. Y'all going to have fun <laughs> with us with the, uh, Bill Bobby and our podcast, Buffalo Rumblings. Yes, uh, I think it's gonna be off the chain, man. I think it's gonna be electric, and I think we're gonna get back in the win column. I think we're gonna come back and win. Like I said earlier, that we're we're almost ten point favorites, so Vegas knows something that we might not have a seen. So I think we're gonna get the win, man. Once again, like you said, Jeff Jacobs, he's a beast, so we got to be able to tackle better. Um, one thing I can say, I feel like Sean McDermott. We gambled a lot more. We brought a lot more pressure. We were getting yeah. to the quarterback yeah. early. But uh-huh. once again, sometimes, like you said, in those run fits, you miss one tackle, boom, they're gone. Yeah. And that could be the difference in the game. And, uh, you know, teams that run the ball well, they can make you pay. But I don't anticipate that this weekend. And like I said, going back to what we talked about 30 minutes ago, they can run the football. But if Josh Allen plays like the player we know he can be, then we're going to come out with a victory. Well, Big Newt, you got me excited for this game coming up uh, on Sunday, man. It's been a pleasure having you uh, on the chop up tonight, man. We got to do this more often, buddy. Man, I'm open anytime, man. When you know when you call me, man, I'm always down to hop on with you, man. Man, I, I appreciate it, dog. And tell your daughter good luck. Tell her good Thank luck you. and keep hooping, keep keep grinding. You know what I'm saying. And, and get to that to next level. Also. And to your son also. Thank you. Absolutely, man. You guys have been listening to the Chop Up right here on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast feed. Make sure you <laughs> like, follow, and subscribe because we're going to be here all season long. I would love to say uh, sayonara, but we're going to do a Go Bills, and we out of here. Peace. Hey. Up front. Can't tell me because I do what I want. Self-made everything. You know we going stun. You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch. So I tell them that I need it up front. Can't tell me because I do what I want. Self-made everything.
everything, you know we gon' stunt. You know that we eatin', it's lookin' like lunch. So I tell them that I need it. Everything around my whole team, though. You ain't getting money, you niggas ain't never seen, though. Tell me where the cash at, I tell you where the stash at. I've been getting to it so long, been having flashbacks. I double that, triple that, spend it all, make it back. I need everything up front, no time for sitting back. Cool out, just relax, focus on this money. When you broke as a joke, they start 